Today in Business from Wired. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off. U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in business from Wired. Amazon's massive GDPR fine shows the law's power and limits. It's the first significant GDPR ruling against big tech. But secrecy around the decision exposes the regulation's flaws. By Matt Burgess, Wired UK. We were promised huge fines, and GDPR has finally delivered. Last week, Amazon's financial records revealed that officials in Luxembourg are fining the retailer 746 million euros, about 883 million dollars, for breaching the European regulation. The fine is unprecedented. It's the biggest GDPR fine issued to date, and is more than double the amount of every other GDPR fine combined. The financial penalty, which Amazon is appealing, comes at a time when GDPR is feeling the strain of lax enforcement and measly fines. Experts say companies are allowed to get away with abusing people's privacy, as GDPR investigations are too slow and ineffective. Some people even want GDPR to be ripped up entirely. But Luxembourg's action against Amazon stands out for two reasons. First, it shows the potential power of GDPR. Second, it exposes cracks in how inconsistently such regulations are applied across the EU. And for both of these reasons, it's arguably the most important GDPR decision issued. With so many large cases piling up in front of regulators, we were really waiting for one of those cases to be resolved to show that the GDPR basically has teeth says Estelle Massé, the global data protection lead at nonprofit internet advocacy group Access Now. La Quadrature du Net, the French civil liberties group that originally made the complaint against Amazon, said the regulators had given it hope that legal action could be brought against big tech. Despite the headline-grabbing fine, little is really known about the details of what Amazon had been fined for. The case was taken on by officials in Luxembourg because the country acts as Amazon's main base in Europe. The tiny nation has historically been labeled as a tax haven, although accusations of Amazon avoiding tax in the country have been rejected by the European courts. But by fining Amazon, Luxembourg's National Commission for Data Protection has at least, for the short term, launched itself into the pro-privacy spotlight. La Quadrature de Net's original May 2018 complaint which was filed on behalf of 10,000 people, claimed that Amazon's advertising system isn't based on free consent. But that's about all we know. The Luxembourg regulator says it issued a decision against Amazon on July 15th, 
but it hasn't published any more details. A spokesperson for the authority says that professional secrecy laws in Luxembourg mean it can't publish any details until an appeal process has been completed. And Amazon, which is incredibly data-hungry, says it will appeal the fine. There has been no data breach and no customer data has been exposed to any third party, an Amazon spokesperson says. That's all well and good, but companies don't need to have suffered a data breach to break GDPR rules. The spokesperson goes on to claim that the ruling in Luxembourg, which is based on how the company shows customers relevant advertising, is based on subjective and untested interpretations of European privacy law, and the proposed fine is entirely out of proportion with even that interpretation. Amazon may have a point. It's possible that any appeal process or negotiation may bring the fine down. Last year, the UK data protection regulator's fine against British Airways dropped from £184 million, or $256 million, to just £20 million, or $28 million. Another, against hotel group Marriott, was reduced from £99 million, or $137 million, to £18 million, or $25 million. The 746 million euro Amazon fine is far bigger than anything that's come before. A 50 million euro fine against Google holds the current record. While GDPR allows potentially huge fines to be issued, the reality is that it was always unlikely regulators would issue them. Up to the start of 2021, a total of 272 million euros or 322 million dollars in GDPR fines had been issued by all of Europe's regulators combined, according to analysts from law firm DLA Piper. Italy's data protection body, which had issued 69.3 million euros in fines, has led the way. Germany with 69 million euros, France 54 million euros, and the UK 44 million euros follow. While that list contains some of the most populous countries in Europe, it doesn't include Europe's most important data protection authorities, Luxembourg and Ireland. Under GDPR laws, companies that operate across multiple countries in Europe can select one country, where their main office is based, to act as the nation where complaints are funneled through. This process is called the one-stop-shop mechanism. Before a decision, which can include a fine or enforcement action that can make companies change their behavior, is issued, all the European nations that are interested in the case are given a right to reply. Amazon has selected Luxembourg as its main data protection regulator, and the complaint against it, which was first raised in France, was passed to authorities there. A number of major complaints against Facebook, Google, Twitter, and Apple have been made to Ireland's Data Protection Commission, or DPC, where the companies have their European headquarters. To date, the Irish office has only made one ruling against a big tech firm since GDPR was introduced in May 2018, a €450,000 or $533,000 fine against Twitter in December 2020. Another against WhatsApp is pending. Multiple people say the one-stop shop is failing. It's not working, says Romain Robert a project director at European data rights group NYOB. Robert claims the one-stop-shop system has caused GDPR complaints to become lost or resulted in lengthy delays and breakdowns in communication. There is no deadline in the one-stop-shop, he says. The procedure is so different in each member state that you have to know where you go. GDPR regulators, which are often underfunded and overworked, also aren't happy about the setup. GDPR analysis published by Access Now in May 2021 
shows the concerns of regulators. Those in Germany pointed to long delays. Ireland said it can be hard to determine which data protection group should be the lead authority in each case. Sweden said different national approaches made it hard for countries to cooperate effectively. The complaints go on. It is a cumbersome system because it adds additional complexity to already very complex enforcement situations, says Hilke Heimans, chairman of the litigation chamber of Belgium's Data Protection Authority. A case involving the Belgian regulator, Facebook, and how the one-stop shop is applied went to one of Europe's top courts and reiterates it's possible for countries to avoid the mechanism in some circumstances. There is a lot of discussion around whether the system is sustainable in the long term because of its cumbersome character and also because most big tech companies are concentrated in one or two member states, Hyman says. The European Data Protection Board, or EDPB, an independent body that was set up to promote cooperation between the EU's data protection regulators, acknowledges that the system is imperfect. Enforcing at a national level and at the same time revolving cross-border cases is time and resource intensive, an EDPB spokesperson says. While we are aware of these challenges and of others, the EDPB is not in favor of an overhaul of the GDPR or the one-stop shop mechanism. It says that slowly but steadily we are seeing results and that there have been 254 final decisions where the one-stop shop has been successfully used. So, is there anything that can be done to improve the system? The EDPB spokesperson says that GDPR is a long-term project, and it is working to strengthen cooperation between Europe's regulators. Both Massey and Roberts say things should go further. They say that some GDPR investigations should have timelines based upon them to stop them dragging on for years, and that regulators also need to move more swiftly. We need to address those seemingly boring bureaucratic issues to make sure this actually works, Massey says. Those are issues that should be resolved and addressed at the EU level. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.